Hey there, friend. I'm Luz, and I'm obsessed with personal growth and learning from real, incredibly successful women, how they've designed their life based on their own definition of success. Join me as we dive into the incredible stories of resilient women who turn dreams into reality. Together, we'll explore their upbringing, pivotal moments, and surprising twists that reshape their dreams. This podcast isn't just about success. It's packed with actionable tips to help you define and create your version of success. Let's light up those dreams together. This is the Unleash Your Light with Loose podcast. Hi, friends. Welcome to the very first episode of Unleash Your Light with Loose. I'm Loose, of course, and I cannot begin to explain how excited I am to finally be doing this. I mean, I have been wanting to do this for so long, and to be completely honest with you, I hadn't done it because I was scared. I doubted myself, even though I knew in my heart that this is exactly what God wanted me to do. You know, after all, I'm a big believer that God puts our desires in our hearts for a reason. And also, I've been a journalist for almost 20 years now. I can't believe, actually, that it's been that long. Um, it is my birthday today, and this is a gift to myself that I wanted to do, launch this podcast on my birthday, not only as a gift to myself, but a gift to other women, because that's exactly what I'm hoping that this becomes. So like I was saying, I have been a journalist for almost 20 years, and I love talking to people, especially Latina women, and finding out their stories, what struggles they're facing. How have they overcome it and where are they now? To me, that is fascinating. I dreamed of interviewing so many people from all walks of life and inspiring others to go after their dreams. In fact, that is how I've been able to um, get inspired throughout my life. One of the things that inspires me the most, especially when I'm not sure what's next, is hearing other people's stories of the so-called failures and success. My goal with this podcast is that you can come here every week to hear stories of resilience, bravery, courage, and faith, and that if you're in a place where you feel defeated, tired, stuck, lost, or even hopeless, that you can use these stories as proof that you too can overcome and achieve the life of your dreams, no matter what that looks like to you, because we all have different definitions of success, right? But I don't want you to just only be inspired. I want you to take something from each and every episode. I will be asking my guests to offer tips and advice for the women listening on the other end. That's you. Once a month, I will be having also a solo episode as well where I'll be sharing my own personal experiences. I'll be sharing tips and strategies and everything that I've learned that have helped me become the best version of myself. And as much as I prefer to tell other people's stories rather than my own, trust me, like it's, it is so hard for me to be vulnerable most times. I do want you to get to know me, especially if you haven't, you know, really come across me before. So I am a wife to my amazing husband, Carlos. I have two beautiful daughters that are 10 and 13. So yes, I'm in that tween and teen stage. Pray for me, people. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm loving this stage of motherhood. I'm Dominican-American. My parents came to the U.S. from the Dominican Republic in the late 70s, early 80s to pursue that famous American dream and give their children a better life. I was born and raised in New York City, Queens to be exact. 
I have three brothers, so I am the only girl. Like many first-generation kids of immigrants, my parents drilled into me the importance of getting an education and creating a better future for myself because, as they always reminded us, that is why they sacrificed so much. I'm sure many of you can relate. My parents worked tirelessly to give my brothers and I the best possible life with what they had. My mom came to this country first and left me and my brothers with my aunt, who's like my second mom, I absolutely adore her, um, while she worked here in New York. As a mom myself, not to be completely honest, I don't know how she did that. That is one of the biggest sacrifices that, and, you know, that I understand that I, as a mom, don't know that I would be able to do that today. But I know that she did it for us, and I will be eternally grateful for her, for her sacrifice. She worked in clothing factories in Queens um, when I was very little. Then in later on in life, she started working in up, an upscale hotel in Manhattan. My dad worked as a taxi driver in the late 80s and 90s. That's when taxi drivers were being shot and killed left and right in those times. And I remember that as a child, I remember being worried that my mom would one day get that phone call that, you know, something happened to my father. And thank God she never did. So I went to City College, part of the City University of New York, to study journalism. Even though I was a pretty shy person, I loved the news. As a kid, I would watch the Spanish language news on Univision and Telemundo. And I was obsessed with watching journalists going to the Selvas of Colombia to interview drug lords or watch the coverage of the, the Cold War. I also love the local stories, investigations, and especially the stories on immigration. I knew I wanted to work in television, but I wasn't sure in what capacity since I was shy and the idea of being in front of the camera to me made me barf. I mean, I can just thinking about it right now reminds me <laughs> how much, um, how nervous it, it made me. But as I like to say, we make plans and God laughs because that's exactly where I ended up. I graduated college in 2001, right before the 9-11 terrorist attacks. I had just finished my internship at Telemundo in New Jersey. So when 9-11 happened, I was not able to be in the newsroom since I lived in New York and my internship was um, was already done. But trust me, I was already thinking, like, how am I going to cross the bridge and, like, offer my services? Like, I'll help you. <laughs> um, because I was hoping to get a job right out of college, but that obviously didn't happen. This episode is sponsored by Loisa. I've always loved my Latin foods like arroz con gandules, pernil, arroz con pollo, and tostones, just to name a few. But I didn't love the traditional store-bought seasonings that came with artificial flavors and colors. Loisa made organic versions of some of my favorite seasonings like adobo and sazon. So after I discovered Loisa, I love making my favorite Latin dishes even more now, knowing they're packed with the flavors I love, minus the artificial stuff. Get 10% off your order when you use code FITREPORTER at checkout or visit their website, loisa.com forward slash FITREPORTER. In the meantime, I got a job as an administrative assistant in a retail security company. I enjoyed working, like the freedom it provided and being able to not be a burden financially to my parents to me was very important. But I wasn't going to give up on my dream of becoming a journalist either. Going to work in something I didn't study for and that just wasn't challenging me creatively day in and day out was hard. 
I honestly don't even know how I kept motivated to pursue my career. Well, I do think I know. I believe God put it in me and I was so persistent. I remember joining tons of networking groups, going to events, staying in touch with people I had met in news when I interned at Univision and Telemundo. I remember actually one time, let me tell you a little story. I went to meet Jorge Ramos from Univision at La Mega. That's a radio station in New York City. After he published one of his books, I was absolutely obsessed with him. Like I said, I was constantly watching Univision. So I had read most of his books and wanted to meet him, you know, in person to ask him one question. Turns out my cousin's husband worked at La Mega and they both knew how much I admired him. So he gave me a call super early one morning and asked me if I wanted to come meet him before the show. And I was like, well, duh, of course, I'll be there. I think I was there like around 5 a.m. before I went to work and had him sign my book. And I asked him that one question. And that question is, what advice would you give your daughter if she told you she wanted to be a TV journalist? His response, the people who make it in this business are not the most intelligent, but the most persistent. I have to tell you, that has stayed with me ever since. The moments when I doubt myself, you know, I know that some of us may think like, oh, she's so much smarter than me or whatever excuses we make for ourselves. I always had that in my head, like, nope, they may have an upper hand, but I am more persistent. So I've used that. That has that has been an incredible advice that I've taken with me in everything that I've done. I worked for two years as an administrative assistant, like I said, um, when I saw posting in a journalism jobs website, that's when the internet was actually just beginning to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm that old. Um, for a, a new Spanish language 24-hour news station in New York City that was hiring for all positions. So I took my persistence and applied online, sent it via regular mail, and even dropped it off in person. I wanted to increase my chances of someone seeing my resume. Also, at one of those networking events that I had been to, I met this reporter named John Quinones, who, if I'm not mistaken, worked at the time in 2020, um, in the show 2020. Him and his agent had been so incredibly nice and helpful and offered to stay in touch with me if I ever needed anything. Well, I got called for an interview at this new local Spanish language station and I put down John's um, name and contact as a reference. I think about a week later, I was at a Best Buy. Isn't it crazy how you remember when you were where you were exactly when like big events in your life happen? Well, that's exactly what happened with me. While I was at Best Buy, they called me to tell me that I got the job. I couldn't believe it. I was I went in to buy something and I just like left the store because I just was in so much shock and excitement. Um, I was finally going to start working in news. In my admin job, I was making about 40K a year, which for a right out of college kid was pretty good money, at least at the time. Think about it. This was 2004. So I took a huge pay cut for this job. But thankfully, I still lived at home and my parents were extremely supportive and I knew that I would be fine. You know, I think back to this time and I felt so fearless. Well, maybe not fearless, but like brave. 
because I would feel like my heart was going to pop out of my chest when I was out there networking and meeting people like John Quinones, um, who didn't have to give me the time of day. Turns out, after I got the job, I wasn't able to get in touch with, with John until he called me back, I think, a few weeks later um, because I had left him a message. He told me he had spoken to someone from the station when he was in Iraq. When he told me that he was in Iraq, I was even more impressed with him that he would even, you know, I mean, I now, in hindsight, I was a reporter. It's very busy, much less being in Iraq and actually having the time or taking the time out to respond or take a phone call, um, you know, to help somebody out. I'm sure he doesn't remember this at all because, in fact, I know that he doesn't because I saw him years later at an event for Hispanic journalists and he didn't remember uh, that, which is fine. I was not offended at all. The fact that he didn't remember what he did for me almost 20 years ago, for me, just goes to show that he wasn't doing it for recognition. He just was doing it um, to help an aspiring young journalist. So for me, I have so much respect for him. Um, so yeah, that's a very that's a very funny story that, again, I always remember. And that always... That story always warms my heart and reminds me to pay it forward as much as I can. Okay, so fast forward about 13 years. <laughs> I went from a news assistant to a general assignment reporter and fill-in anchor at the, the news station in New York City. And I got to do the most incredible things I could have ever imagined. I mean, a daughter of immigrants was living her dreams in the best city in the world, yes, in my opinion, New York City is the best city in the world. I reported on how reggaeton was taking over New York City and its artists, these young artists like Daddy Yankee, Wissing and Jandel, and Don Omar, whom I interviewed, um, were part of this quote-unquote new movement. I also interviewed celebrities like Ricky Martin, Jennifer Lopez, among others. I transitioned to more serious news uh, later on, covering breaking news, crimes, and high-profile court cases to never seen before, at least not in the Northeast, natural events like Superstorm Sandy in 2009. And that moment was actually the moment I realized that I was not going to stay in news all my life. It was actually... Uh, a very scary experience for me. I was pregnant with my daughter, with my youngest daughter. I was three months pregnant. Not everyone knew except for my boss. And I was legit scared for my life. Just being out there in inclement weather, it was just a very, not a very happy <laughs> experience for me. I mean, I loved reporting, but I realized the dangers were not worth it. I was out working putting myself out in like certain dangers when my husband and my oldest daughter and my mom were hunkering down trying to stay safe from the storm. So for me, that was just an experience that kind of opened up my eyes for what I wanted for my, my, my life, especially being that I was pregnant with my second daughter. But also, I'm sure many moms can relate. After I became a mom, my priorities changed. I still loved working and being a reporter, but I loved my daughters more, to be honest. I think you guys can relate. I wanted to be more present with them. I wanted to see them grow. 
I had already missed my first daughter's first steps. I will never forget this. My mom sent me a video of her walking and that hurt so much that I wasn't there. I was grateful that, you know, she was with my mom, of course, and my dad at the time. And, you know, my husband's job also was very flexible. So she was around, obviously, my husband and my mom and my dad, and she was good. But as a working mom, you know, a reporter working 10, 12 hour days, I was breastfeeding and pumping milk all around the city while I worked because it was something that one that I wanted to do. The long hours came with the job, so there was nothing that I could really do about that. I couldn't change it. So in 2015, I took a huge leap of faith and left my reporting job to figure out what was next in my career and spend more time with my girls. This time was the most amazing yet challenging times of my life. Do you want 2024 to be your breakthrough year? Are you struggling with time management, self-care, imposter syndrome, overwhelm, or feeling stuck? Are you doing good in some areas of your life and not others? Do you desire more joy and fulfillment in your life? If you said yes to any of these questions, then the Empowered Woman Blueprint community is for you. It is my proven system to create the habits, develop the growth mindset, and prioritize your well-being to build the life you desire one day at a time. With weekly group masterminds, monthly Q&As and hot seat coaching, private sisterhood chat, a detailed workbook, and my mindful body blueprint, you'll thrive in all areas of your life from career, family life, to self-care. To join and enter to win a free one-month membership, check out the link in the show notes. This for me was where I kind of hit a wall and I realized that I needed to figure out myself. (laughs) I didn't know how to be a stay-at-home mom because I have worked all my life pretty much. On one end, I wanted to be with my daughters, but I also wanted to have my own thing, which at the time I had become a health and fitness coach with Beachbody to stay in shape after having my first daughter and then my second. I also dabbled in real estate. Actually, I did it for a year after I left uh, my reporting job. I learned a lot, but I knew that that this just, it wasn't for me. It wasn't the job that I've loved real estate always, and I'm very interested in it, but not in that capacity. During this time, I really had to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I was so torn because I needed to bring an income to our household, but I also wanted to be more present in my daughter's lives. I honestly felt stuck. Thankfully, as part of being a health and fitness coach, one of our vital activities was doing personal development, which some people might think it's like self-help or like woo-woo, but it is so much more than that. It's learning from other people how to switch our thinking in order to achieve certain things or learning about habits, creating new habits or techniques that help us move forward toward our goals and dreams. For me, that was life-changing and honestly, why this podcast exists today. It's for that mom that is where I was nine years ago, who loves her children dearly, but also wants to have her own thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Who wants to be present, but also wants to contribute to her household financially. That woman who maybe feels alone, doesn't know where to begin, or even feels like she's too old and her time has passed. Trust me, it is never too late. I have been there and I know exactly how you feel. It takes time. No doubt. 
But we just have to trust that inner voice, trust God, and trust God that he'll guide you, guide us on, on this path. Okay, so what did I end up doing? I have another story for you. I remember praying to God and asking him to please bring me a job in what already what I know how to do, which is journalism, but that I could still grow and enjoy what I do because I didn't want to just work to get an income. I wanted to continue doing what I love. I wanted that opportunity to be so that I could be more present with my family. Okay, for real, that is exactly what I prayed. I remember that so clearly, asking God exactly what I wanted and why I wanted it. And one day I was looking on a job site and saw a posting for a bilingual video producer for a consumer nonprofit organization. And that's where I've been since 2016. It's work that I truly enjoy because there's an incredible mission behind it. And now after the pandemic, I work mostly from home. So I get to drop my daughters off at school, pick them up, take them to activities, and also get to, on my free time and mostly nights and weekends, work on my passions, which since 2011 um, has been helping women with their health and fitness. And honestly, that experience, besides being able to help women with their health and fitness, has been such a blessing for me and my family because... Doing personal development has helped me in my marriage, in my relationships, and more importantly for me, it has taught me to be a better mom, to help my daughters know and learn the importance of having a growth mindset. And honestly, that's for another episode because that is just, I just want to share how important doing personal development is for us and how it really helps with um, our relationships, especially in raising kids. And also for the last year, last year, actually, I became a certified life and performance coach because I wanted to help women beyond health and fitness. It's where I've been able to now help women create their ideal life and overcome their limiting beliefs. I share all of this with you today because these experiences have shaped me and I hope that you guys have stuck with me um, all this way. And it really has shaped who I am today. It wasn't easy. I doubted myself so many times. People I worked with <laughs> questioned me. Um, it was just not easy. I mean, journalism was a really is a really tough business. And, you know, they tried to get me to quit and they didn't succeed. And I did it for as long as I wanted to. And honestly, what kept me going was that deep desire that I do believe God put inside me. And now I get to add to my passions this podcast. These are projects that give me purpose because I truly feel like I'm making an impact in the lives of other people, especially women. As women, you know, as moms as well, as caretakers for our aging parents, we are prone to putting other people's needs before ours while having this longing deep inside of us for something that brings us joy, whether it's a career, a business, a passion project, volunteering, traveling around the world, or just simply, yet, I have to reiterate this, hugely important and significant, is wanting time to time freedom to spend time with our loved ones. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think that when that that's how it should be, that we should be doing work that we love, but not for the only for the work itself, 
and for the money, but also because we want to be able to spend time with our loved ones and have that, you know, time freedom that we so, that many of us so desire, right? We all have something that we truly want. So that's why I thought, why not hear the stories of different women who have been in that dark place full of doubt, fears, lack of confidence, but that have found a way to shine through the darkness and unleash their light. And that's exactly what I want this podcast to do is to help you unleash your light. Remind you that you are an incredible being. You are a child of God. If you are a believer, you are, you were created for something beautiful and it doesn't have to be this big, enormous career or purpose, all our purposes and the reason why we are on this planet are very different and Everyone has special gifts and that's all that we need to focus on. But everyone has that light that we need to shine for ourselves, for others. But we need to, we just need to shine the light. And I think that's why I decided to call this podcast Unleash Your Light um, with Luz. This is my story. This is why I'm doing this. And I hope you enjoyed the very first episode of Unleash Your Light with Luz. I hope that you enjoyed my story of how I unleashed my own light in my life and continue to do so as best that I can, because trust me, this is an ongoing process. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Unleash Your Light with Luz. If you are excited to hear more, please subscribe to the podcast. If you're loving it, leave me a review and please share with all the women in your life whose light you want to see shine and can use some inspiration to follow their dreams. Head over to the show notes for more information and discount codes on today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new community of women like you who want to create the life of their dreams, want to bounce off ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community of women on Facebook. The link's in the show notes. Till next time.